listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining us again this week for our episode of Speaking with One Voice. We are glad you are here on our podcast. We are grateful for your listening for your sharing, for your liking, for your rating our podcast. We are continuing to expand our influence as we bring this podcast to you weekly to add value to you, and it's all because of you. So thank you so much, and please continue to do those things that are helping us to grow. Additionally, I'd like for you to follow me on my social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. That's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Be sure to turn on your notifications so that you are kept up to date with the most recent information value ads that we are offering to you. I want to tell you a couple of things today that I want you to really be prepared for. Make sure that you mark your calendars for Tuesday, June 15th for our monthly free webinar. We want you to go on our social media sites, find that information, Go ahead and get registered. It's free. We're going to add value to you, and you want to be in that room on the 15th. Now, as you're making your calendar and your plans for the remainder of the year, I want you to get ready for a wonderful, wonderful event that's coming up in October. On October 8th, we want you to get ready for Live to Lead. Mark your calendars. It's going to be big. Going to have a great great in-person and virtual event in a brand new venue in Oklahoma City. So you want to get right, mark your calendar, save the date. And again, for updates, follow us at Rodney R. Payne, P as in Paul, A, Y as in Yacht, N-E, on all of our social media platforms so you can be the first to get the latest information. We've got uh, four, I'm sorry, we have all five of our speakers that have been identified. I can't wait to share them with you. I'll be sharing them over time, but mark your calendars now. Let's plan to get your teams there. And also, if you're interested in having a private showing uh, of Live to Lead, John Maxwell Simulcast Leadership Event, we can do that as well. So mark your calendars, October 8th, 2021. We look forward to hanging out with you. And on today, I want to thank you for joining me. I want to talk about learning to finish learning to finish. Uh, In my experience as a leader, uh, I've come across many times where uh, you have starters, you have ramrods, people who are able to get things off the ground and get them moving. But there is an art to finishing, getting your project across the finish line, not only meeting, not only reaching or attaining, but exceeding your goal requires you to finish. And so I'm going to give you five or six steps that I want you to mark down because I want you to learn how to finish. I mean, let's do this. When I think about uh, what I love about adding value to people is the process of adding value. But you have to earn the opportunity to add the value. So if you don't finish, 
then you never get the opportunity to add the value you desire to add. So I want to help you with the art, with learning the science, learning some structure to help you finish what you started as a leader. Step one. Step one is start with the finish in your focus. So you want to start with the finish line in your focus, meaning that you're not beginning a process or adding an initiative to see where this thing goes or to see how it pans out. I want you to have a focus, a clear picture of where you are trying to get to. What the, what qualifies, what determines, what is the exact finish line that you are looking for? What is your end state goal? What is the end result that you expect? If you don't start with this in mind, if you don't begin with this in focus, then there is no way that you can properly prepare. If you don't know where you're going, you can't plan properly for the trip. Even if you were going on vacation, if I told you we're having a destination vacation and I want you to pack so that we can be ready to go, you're going to ask me, well, coach, where are we going? What's the climate there? So I know how to pack. Our goals and our dreams and our milestones are much like that. If we know exactly where we're going and we have that focus, uh, focus in our focus in view all the time, now we can plan and we can pack accordingly so that we get on the right track. So I want you to really begin your process with the finish in your focus. I want you to visualize yourself crossing that finish line, achieving that milestone, not just in theory, but I want it to be a reality. And you have to focus your attention, focus your sights, focus your efforts of where you want to go. Qualify that thing, set it in your sights, and let's go get it. So step one to learning to finish is you have to start with the finish line in focus. Step number two, if you're going to finish, you have to learn to work with efficient intentionality. You have to learn to work with efficient intentionality. What do I mean by that? Many of times we as leaders are super super busy, but we're busy doing the wrong things. So we want to make sure that we use our time uh, to, to be in a position to work efficiently. And recently I was in a meeting and someone shared with me that they work approximately 70 hours per week, but they work 70 hours of, per week to get 50 to 55 hours of actual work done. That means they're wasting somewhere in their 15 to 20 hours per week. We, think about that, 15 hours per week translates to 60 hours per month. Only if we work efficiently does it make sense, but you can't be efficient without intentionality. Is your day charted? Is your week charted? Do you have measurable goals of how to finish your day? You want to work, I mean work, with efficient intentionality. One of the things that I tell my clients about me is I, I know me very well. I have learned myself, and, and as a result, I am growing myself. One of the biggest challenges that I have is I and, and, and a key to my success, would you say, is that I don't work and play at the same time. 
I'm a very hard worker when I'm working. I like to play hard when I'm playing. So in order to be efficient, I try my best not to mix the two. And so if I'm working, I want to focus on getting my task done to move the needle to get me to where I'm going. So I want to start early, not late. I want to be efficient, not dragging to get off late. I want to get things done. So I've got to be very intentional about how I use my time. A very good friend of mine uh, told me one time, and I said, there are just not enough hours in the day. My, uh, that was my response. There's just not enough hours in the day. My friend corrected me. said, well, listen, the Lord made the, the day and made the number of hours in the day. Perhaps the problem is how much you are putting into your day. So to be in, efficient intentionally means that you manage your time real estate. Everyone on the planet is a lot of the same number of hours, minutes, and seconds per day, days per week, weeks per month. Everybody gets the same. The key is how you use what you have. If you want to finish, my friends, you're going to have to learn how to work with efficient intentionality. You want to be on purpose, on time, focused on where you're going in order to keep yourself on task. This is so significant that we must make sure that we start with the finish line in focus and step two, work with efficient intentionality. Step three is set your marks. Make sure that you set your marks. The only way you finish is to set marks to measure progress. Now, when you set your marks, there are two subsets that you have to tie to that in order for this to work. You have to set your marks, measure your marks, and manage your marks. You have to be one who is intentionally and efficiently focused on what you're doing But to set your marks, you have to know in order to finish, you have to have a date or a time that you intend to finish. And then you back into where you have to get to by a certain date or period of time in order to close that gap and finish on time. So the first step is to set your mark. Well, when you set your marks, now you know what we're doing and we build strategic plans to get us from point A to point B to point C until we get to the finish. That's important that we set the mark. Having a mark set is good as it starts out on paper, but in order to really make this work for you, you have to set the mark and then measure how am I doing against the timeline that I have set for myself to find success so that I can cross that finish, so I can learn how to finish and get across that finish line, and then manage your marks. Be nimble in that there are times when you will have unforeseen encounters along the way. When that happens, a leader must be clever enough, creative enough, uh, nimble enough to modify, move, and to adjust and to, to move the place, move to a place where you find success anyway. So, so you have to be willing to move the marks 
but that requires a, a specific leadership discernment because we don't move marks for convenience. We only move marks out of necessity. So if we have a product that we've ordered in time that helps us to get there, but we have a back order, it goes on back order, there's a delay in shipping, we've got to figure out what do we do within our team to solve for this problem to mitigate the problem. Sometimes we're going to have to move that mark. We're going to have to manage where that mark is. But, but in other cases, it has nothing to do with supply and demand. It has everything to do with discipline. If you don't have discipline in place, you will not be able to uh, set your marks properly, me measure your marks properly, or manage your marks properly. So you want to make sure that you are setting marks, measuring marks, and then letting the leadership power in you come come out and, and help us to get through challenging setbacks, difficulties, uh, customer changes. Sometimes you can have marks set to get across the finish line and you can get a change order that changes everything. What will you do as a leader to modify your course to make sure that you stay on course so that you can get across the finish line? This is so important. So step one is set uh, start with the finish line in your focus. Step number two is work with efficient intentionality. Step number three is set your marks, measure your marks, and manage your marks. Step four is be resilient. You have to be resilient if you're going to finish. So the, the challenges that we talked about in step three are going to show up in step four as obstacles. They are going to be things that get in your way. They're going to be things that, that stop your business. We are, well, well, most of us hope that we are coming out of a pandemic, but for the past 15 to 16 months, we went from a complete stoppage of our economy to re-engaging. But we had some businesses that engaged and have done better than they ever did before with less. Why is that? Because they were resilient. They did not allow external factors, things around them that they were unable to control to stop their business model. They looked at what was going on. They anticipated the change. They saw as a leader how we can maximize the moment. And they were resilient. Yes, it was a back, uh, pushback for a moment. Yes, we had to fall down. Yes, we had to regroup, but we must be resilient. If we are going to get where we want to be, don't get satisfied three quarters of the way to your goal because that was easy. Be willing to be resilient and to fight through and finish. This is so important. It, the key to overcoming your obstacles and setbacks is that you have to anticipate them. We have to be looking for them. We have to solve for our new exes along the way. We have to be make sure that we are ready as leaders to get back up and to overcome these challenges, these obstacles, and these setbacks. Are you a resilient leader? Are you one that when you get knocked down, you can get back up? Are you one that uh, sometimes understands that some things are out of your control? And think about this. Sometimes we have unanticipated wins. We have things that come our way like a windfall, like a contract we weren't expecting, like the referral that we weren't ready for. And it comes through and it, and it makes a huge difference in our business. And we're excited about it. And we, we applaud those times. But then the the same things happen only in a negative. We lose our most productive client. Uh, we lose our 
best supplier. These are things that we are we weren't anticipating. And so now we've got to go back to the drawing board and redo some things to re-engage. That's why resiliency is so important for a leader. You're going to have challenges, anticipate setbacks, anticipate obstacles, and anticipate you being a resilient leader who solves problems and that's how you overcome those challenges. Let's move on to step five. You're listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We're talking about learning to finish today, and we have given you four steps so far. Start with the finish line in focus. Step two, work with efficient intentionality. Step three, set your marks, measure your marks, and manage your marks. Step four, be resilient anticipate obstacles. And step five is press through the finish line. You never want to limp to the finish line. You never want to just barely make it. What you want to do when you begin this process with the finish line in your focus, you want to be at your highest rate of speed, your highest rate of efficiency, your your highest rate of delivery, and you want to give your clients more than what they ask for. You've already under-promised and you've over-delivered and you want to finish strong. You don't want to fizzle out at the finish line. You don't want to lose energy and end on a decrescendo. You want a crescendo moment. As you finish, you want to have the biggest impact, add the most value to your clients. You want to finish uh, and give some give your client a memorable experience that is so positive that whenever they are in need of your product or service you are considered the expert in your field and they no longer call and get bids and get comps from other people or other teams they know that you're their go-to team because you finished strong you ran through the finish line. I love that uh, the Summer Olympics will be coming up soon. I, I love track and field, and I love to watch the sprinters, the men and the women sprinters, as they are running the 100 meters, and they get the blocks, and they they stay low, and they fire out of the blocks, and they know exactly how far they have to go. They know how many steps they get per 10 meters. They know exactly what they're doing. But if you look at them, whenever they're running, they've reached their highest rate of speed just before they cross the finish line. And just when they get to the finish line, they lean in and break the tape. I want you to lean in as you learn how to finish and break the tape. I want you to run through the finish and then celebrate as you have accomplished your goals. You know what? I've got time to give you one more bonus. Can I give you one more bonus here? How about step number six? As I want you to understand when you press through the finish line, you are going to be living on momentum. So step six is to maximize the momentum so that you can capture it and use it as leverage for your next milestone. So you want to maximize the momentum because when you get across the finish line, that is a project, not your business. That's simply one deal and we're going to win other deals and we're going to work other deals. So we want to finish strong. Don't cut corners. Think about it in this way. 
when a construction company, a home builder, builds a home, they go through the process of preparing the, the lot. Then they go ahead and they build the foundation. And then they go ahead and, and frame the house. And, and they put the windows in and put the rooftop on and, and get it dry. And then they put the outside, they close it in. And, and then they put the external brick or whatever they're going to use as the external source, put that on. And when the house is finished, what they do is they bring someone in to clean the house. They bring a professional crew in that's going to clean everything off of the windows and, and clean all of the mortar out of the bricks. They're going to power wash the home. They're going to come in and, and they're going to do the landscaping and get the house all together because they, even though it's finished, it's got some dirt on it from the process of being built. And so what they like to do before they put it out there for sale or before they deliver it to the client, they walk through and they do a punch list. They find every little detail that they can find is wrong with the house and they fix the details. They pay attention to the details so that when you close and you transfer that money and you get the key to your new home, you absolutely love it. That's what finishing strong for your clients looks like. It looks like you've gone back with a toothpick and detailed your product, your service and delivered and you finish strong. You cross that line with the momentum. You maximize that because that is going to be, be the catalyst for your next milestone. That'll be the catalyst to your referral from this particular client. That'll be the catalyst to you finishing again. So I want you to know fin crossing the finish line is not a one-time thing. So learn to finish. Let me recap these six steps for you one more time. Start with the finish line in focus. Work with efficient intentionality. Set your marks. Measure your marks. Manage your marks. Be resilient. Press through the finish line and maximize the momentum. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne and make sure that you are taking advantage of not only this podcast, but our free webinar on the third Tuesday of every month. This month, June, it will fall on June 15th. Go ahead, get registered. It's free. Be in the room. Don't forget, mark your calendars. October 8th, Live to Lead, an impressive lineup. I'm going to share that with you in the coming weeks, but mark your calendar today and, and block that time. We'll have a special reception on the 7th in the evening. You want to be a part of this. This is John Maxwell's Leadership uh, Simulcast, Live to Lead. We're going to have a great time. Until I see you next time, thank you so much for being in the room. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.